0: This song? week on the Xander and Effect, Mario Novelli and Joy Grayson from the There's Pond Hawks a, hey, like Gage, talk like, no, to no, us a little right, bit like, about like, their run <laughs> towards the Grammys. And I feature their hit song, River Grove. Also, Hip-hop artist Jason spends some time with us and and Uh, talks a little bit about how he got into the world of hip-hop, his new single, Up and At It, and what 2020 holds for him. You have, uh... you of the I also room? feature the by to I his dad. music Go home, video, Vibram. All,
1: All this, plus this Lighting week,
0: in entertainment, sports, and Mountains video games, like starts right now. I never I'm rooted everyone welcome to the xander effect i'm your host xander dames in entertainment news the trailer for the much anticipated ghostbusters afterlife is set to be released on monday now i'm a ghostbusters fan I've been a Ghostbusters fan since I was a little kid. Loved the movie. Didn't, wasn't too much of a fan of the one that they, that recently came out. Um, You know, I think that the actresses, they did a great job, but it just, it was missing something. So, because of that, I'm excited to see what this rendition of the Ghostbusters is going to be. It is directed and written by Jason Reitman. And because of that, Reitman says that this ghostbusters, this rendition of the ghostbusters takes place in Oklahoma, not even in Manhattan. It takes place in Oklahoma in a small little, I guess, uh, farm, I guess. And it's actually, it actually picks up where ghostbusters two left off. So, that should be a very interesting rendition of it. Um, it follows a mom and her kids, and what's, what happens is that they somehow figure out that they're connected somehow to the Ghostbusters. So, it should be a very interesting uh, rendition of it. Of course, a lot of the original cast will be, will come back to reprise their roles. You have Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, um, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, and Annie Potts that will be reprising. Their roles from the original characters of Ghostbusters One and Two, and in this one, this one stars Carrie Coon, McKenna Grace, Finn Wolford, and Paul Rudd. So this is going to be a really cool, uh, you know, rendition of the Ghostbusters. I'm looking forward to it because it seems that. You know, you go you always ask the question as to what happened to all of them after part two. So be seeing that this takes place, this picks up where part two left off, it's gonna be interesting to see exactly what what kind of ghosts, what kind of connection they all have together with the Ghostbusters, and Man, I'm excited for the trailer. Ghostbusters Afterlife is set to be released in 2020. In other entertainment news, I had the opportunity to interview a really up-and-coming rock band that have been together for many years and have turned a lot of faces. They actually just recently made it through the first round of the Grammys. They are, they are, you know, they're trying, they're, they're making their way to the Grammys, and they just hit top 10 alternative rock bands of 2000. 2019 at number four on the TRV countdown list, uh, edging out the Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam. Green Day came in at number one. So this band is definitely a band to uh, take notice on. And But before the interview, um, I'll be showcasing their music video, River Grove, by the Pawnhawks. Check it out. Yeah. Right, here we go.
2: My mind flows a timeless river The winds through an endless forest A lonely prairie path that always takes me back As it echoes the trail before us All the people, times, and places Unforgotten voices, sounds, and faces those railroad ties roll well back to early times. Of oh, my childhood, always. But never fading. And though the years have passed, the love will always last. There are the ghosts of our memories waiting, and I'll remember everglow as all my yesterdays unfold. be my destiny, And will forever be. I said the home I call my own,
3: River
2: Grove. Take me home again to my River Grove.
3: So, with me on the Xander Effect right now,
0: I have members of the band, The Pond Hots. How are y'all doing today? Doing great. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, thanks for having us on the show. We really uh, appreciate it. Well, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it myself. And you guys are currently right now in Chicago right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, a little
4: mm-hmm. suburb just outside Chicago called River Grove.
0: Wow. How is, how's the weather over there? It's got to be freezing right now over there. It's a, a balmy 37,
3: oh, yeah. 38. They're wearing shorts.
0: Yeah. Oh darn! We're we're in a balmy what like you know seventy or so sixty
3: five. <laughs> oh. it, it's like that. Us
4: too except indoors.
3: It
0: indoors,
4: is. Uh, okay, Outdoors you. is much worse. Well,
0: well, I, was, I thought you were gonna say you know you two except the opposite, so you know that could work too. So the pawnhogs, you guys have gotten a huge following on social media. You have a lot of likes um let's talk about but before we get into that plus also you made it through the first round of the grammys we'll get into that as well in a second uh, but first i want to know pond hawks the the name of the band that's a very unique i've never heard of a band named pond where did the name come from
4: let me tell you actually a <laughs> pond hawk is another name for a dragonfly, dragonfly. Ah. actually actually a species of dragonfly and. Uh, we came up with the logo long before we came up with the name. We had like forty-eight hours to come up with the name. Uh, we had some gigs booked, and the people were like, well, what what we put on this carnival poster?" And I says, "I oh, do give us a second. Give us you know twenty-four hours." And I, Jory's out of town. I says, "What do you think?" We're I'm sending her back and forth with the logo, and I go, "What do you think?" Electric dragonflies, and she's like, "No, no." Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so we're both we're both like <laughs> big into nature and stuff. So I I'm like. Probably the only guy around that's got a book on dragonflies. Oh,
3: yeah, you know? right. <laughs> so I'm true. like, but, you
4: know, the cool thing was the dragonfly, everybody else, you know, was like, had some scientific name to these different dragonflies and stuff. And this was like Pondhawk, hey. the hawk of the insect world. He skims along the surface and <laughs> catches mosquitoes. So we got it. Pondhawks. And it's kind of a double entendre uh, on Tandre there because. You know we're on the other side of the pond so are the pond hawks As we have good ah. following across the pond oh
0: yeah so that makes sense well that makes a lot of sense so how did all of you get together to create the pond hawks
4: well jor and i uh were in another band which kind of imploded and uh we just picked up the ashes and built around it, and I had some friends of ours, musicians, we've been in the in music biz for a while, so you meet a lot of people, and people who you've always wanted to play music, create music with, and uh, it's kind of formed, and of course, you know, like any band, it, it has its natural half-life and metamorphosis it goes through, and uh, but the main thing is we've you know, been together for well, we're 13 and mm-hmm. Go ahead half years, years, yeah, wow. we've been writing songs together.
3: And I still hate you. You see? <laughs> respect. There's a
0: res- Hey, it's like Rodney Dangerfield said. No respect. I tell you, no respect at all. <laughs> well, that's cool though. That's cool that you guys have such a long relationship. There are many bands that don't last more than two years, three years before they break up. So, I mean, and you two, I mean, you you kind of have a band within a band, like between the two of you here. So that's pretty cool that you guys have been, you know, together. How did you two meet to start, you know, you know, actually doing music together?
4: Well, I invited Jory to our uh, uh, place we used to rehearse at. Uh, we, we would rent with the old band, and I had a friend that see Jory. Jory did uh, actual photographs of Paul McCartney that he he used one on his album, and uh, so we, I had bought some some of these photographs at a Beatlefest. and I did not. I, she I thought she was a salesperson. She's like. She's writing I on had the thing. I an exhibit
3: there, yeah, you know, of, of my photographs. Yeah, nice. So we'll
4: yeah. Elaborate on that
3: a bit. Well, um, yeah, I, I am a rock photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, my photos have been, like, in People, Newsweek, Rolling Stone. Um, and I got to photograph Paul McCartney uh, many, many times over many years. And uh, I actually wound up doing a book that's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame called Paul McCartney, I saw him standing there, billboard books. Wow. But, uh, so I'm always uh, doing lectures at the uh, Beatle convention about Paul McCartney. Um, so I do have my photographs there and that's when Mario came by. Yeah.
4: And-, and I saw this, this photo, it was like, the, the Flowers in the Dirt tour it was eighty nine ninety of Paulson. It was the last song of the last, night and I, oh, I was there at soldier field in chicago that's where the bears playing oh, <laughs> bears. Bears. i'm bears. a
0: packer fan by the way so i'll hold that against you
4: <laughs> I, no
5: problem
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're We're, uh, yeah. right. ah. but, but anyways no god bless the bears we still have a little chance they have two chances slim and none but besides that but uh so anyways i had to have this photo and she's like uh uh, it was like 70 bucks. I said, 70 bucks? Oh, that's okay. You know, it's, well, back in, I didn't know. I'm checking how much I got on me. It's it's hanging the on the wall right over there. But uh, she goes, you yeah, seem like a good guy. Give me 35. And I, I go, hey, thanks. I hope you don't get in trouble for it lady." you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so she starts yeah. signing the matting around <gasps> it. And I think she's writing the price off. All right, I'll be 35 dollars
3: go, wait, no, 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 wait a minute. Don't write Paul's on that. Space. I just bought I'm that. Just now so I took this know. photo. And it's
4: like okay. Mm-hmm. So then we, I go, well, I've got a friend that actually was asked to film Paul with video, follow him around for 48 hours. And he goes, man, I got all this great footage that was not shown. He didn't use. He used it for his, uh, was the space within us? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, a DVD. Yeah,
3: a yeah. DVD.
4: And he had all this extra footage. He goes, I'll stop by the rehearsal hall and, and play it. And I says, well, if you'd like to see this, I figured I'll be the fly on the wall. I just want to sit and watch these two people, you know, mm-hmm. her being the still photo and him being the videographer. Yeah, uh, Randy Reeson, his name is. He shot our first video uh, as the Pondogs, uh, the Midnight Howl video. He shot that. And uh, so I'm going to be the fly on the wall. I'm sit back. Okay, this is cool. And all of a sudden, the band rolls in and says, hey, are going to have a rehearsal tonight? It was a Sunday night. We had a big gig coming up on that Friday. They want to go over a few things. I said, okay, let me wrap it up here. And Jory hung off for a while. I, she goes, oh, you got a band? I go, yeah. I go, hope you don't mind. We just got to go on a few things. So I saw her sitting on, on the side. She's sitting on like a, by the monitor. And I see her you know, mousing along with some of the covers we're doing. Because you know, you're going to do two, three hours. Of Plus, course. we didn't do as many didn't do as many originals back in the day and uh so uh, i said Why don't you come up and share my mic and she's singing beautiful i mean pinpoint perfect harmony from <laughs> singing along with all these with the radio all these years she didn't realize how good she really was and i was like i go wow and, and her voice sounds like because we both got that i don't know the timber kind timbre. of a timbery yeah. kind yeah. of thing in there like we could be related. Mm-hmm. Well, in some states we may be. You
3: never know. I <laughs> uh,
4: really brother and sister, Phil and Donna. No. But, uh, so I says, hey, we got a gig. It's Sunday. We got a gig Friday. Two hour gig. Why don't you join the band, do the gig? And she's like, are you crazy? And I showed her. And I showed her. I showed her the papers that, that to prove I wasn't anymore. You know, they give you those. No, just yeah, right. joke. Just joking. Just joking. And anyway, so she did the gig, and the rest is history. Next thing you know, a couple of weeks later, she goes, I got a friend up in Minnesota. He needs, a, uh, he needs a, a jingle for his radio station. Her and I, I mean, we did
3: the
2: jingle. I came out real
4: quick, and I go, we recorded it real quick. And I says, ah, this is great. It was a great chemistry, and you can't come put your finger on a chemistry. It just happens or it doesn't.
0: Yeah. No, that's just the, that's just like just the way. It- when it comes when it comes to bands that's that's the whole thing. you either have the chemistry or you don't. Obviously, both of you had the chemistry from the very beginning. So that's pretty cool. Um, the music that you guys that, that the band makes is very unique sounding, but you you call it mainly like it, it's it's popish, but there's another name you use for it.
4: Oh, you told us not to swear on the air, didn't you? <laughs> oh, you mean the,
3: the other name used yeah. for it. Yeah <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah so, some people call it Beatlesque.
0: Beatlesque, yeah. I mean, I was actually when I when I listened to to your video, it kind of sounded a little bit uh, folky, I guess, like uh, folks folksy, I guess you might call it. Yeah. Uh, you know, something a bit with a little bit of rock and roll mixed in there,
4: like folk rock well, in a sense. Right.
3: That's the River Grove.
4: The, the River Grove. You're talking about yeah, River Grove. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. that we did. You know, because we we actually can do many different genres. Um, and we uh, did the song, uh, The Hometown, mm-hmm. and it, we had to do a little more folkish kind of, cause, you know, kind of the Americana folk type mm-hmm. pop music. Right. But, in ge- but in
0: general, it's mostly rock and roll, right? Oh, you know, you everything. It run- it runs it's just together. everywhere. It's just everywhere. You pick one. <laughs>
3: It's like we have psychedelic and schizophrenic and pop. Yeah. You know, it's oh, okay. all over the place <laughs>
4: Schizophrenic I like that. Schizophrenic rock. Wait, wait, I'm gonna coin the phrase right now. Schizophonic. There you go. <laughs> Recorded there you go. Schizophrenic, schizophrenic, there is a new genre.
0: <laughs> there it is. There it is. Cool. And so well now this year's been very cool, like very good to you because you guys have made it past the first round of the Grammys. Tell me how you feel about that.
3: you know it's 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 a great honor because you know to be just accepted uh your music and uh getting on the ballot that's you know one of the best things so we're just happy yeah that
4: we you know we're honored anybody even wants to listen to it i mean (laughs) still i mean really i mean you have a person if one person digs it that's, that's it. That, that's all. That's again. it. Well, I mean,
0: you have over six hundred thousand likes on your on your social media, and you have so much, so many like people that are following you, and stuff like that. So I would think that a few people like you. They do.
5: Unless,
4: <laughs> unless it's just one guy with six hundred and four personalities. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we're sick. So, then, then it gets a little bit. Then it gets a little bit weird at that point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. That, that, that was describe all the mail we've been getting oh, from the oh, same yeah, address. Yeah, that's now.
3: crazy stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about the 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 type of uh, the the lyrics that you guys have for a lot of your music right now. Uh, your uh, your new single, "Afraid of Love," uh, is is pretty much something that's a lot, a lot of people are talking about. Uh, where did that song song exactly come from? Like, what 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 made you write those types of that type of music, that, those lyrics for that song particularly, especially the title, Afraid of Love. You know, many people would say, hmm, somebody's afraid of love, <laughs> judging by the title. We
2: all
3: are. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So we're, afraid of the, yeah. we're afraid of rejection is yeah. what we're afraid yeah, of, that's true. which is why they're afraid of love. They're afraid of the rejection. I think it may be thinking maybe somebody that, you know, and when you write a song, when we write songs, it, it, it's it's a combination of so many people, so many different people we've met. And it's like, oh, yeah, you, you see a different, and you kind of blend them in, because it's really about nobody in particular. But originally, you notice we, we use met- metaphors, uh, we use color, different colors, uh, for different moods uh, or emotions in that particular song. You know, mm-hmm. angry red inside your head, uh, uh, envy Green, you know, and, and the uh, blue, and you know, every And so that part of the song, in the verse, beginning of the verses, was originally a song we had written just a year or so earlier called Mojo, <laughs> and which we never used because the, the choruses were just horrendous. They were terrible. So I said, <laughs> well, you know, you write something, let's, you know, put these chuck these away start over again. and then uh so we started and we wrote this uh the melody and the chords and and then the chorus was real good and i was like you know kind of need something for that i go oh my God, wait dig out that stuff we both look at it, and we says this is it so of course it's not going to fit in you know like a hand in a you know glove uh, you got to massage the lyrics a little bit so they fit the cadence
3: you know right the music yeah because yeah. You know, sometimes we write the music first and sometimes we write the lyrics first. So this time we had kind of a combination. Yes, right. Yeah. It was a and combo.
0: Do, well, and do you both write the lyrics together or does the entire band, you know, put in their two cents, you know, for the lyrics? Or it's, the uh, it's
4: just it's us. Talk? It's, it's we, us.
3: We, we uh, write the songs. Yeah.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and otherwise, you know, and they're great writers and they're all great people, great writers. And but, uh, and their projects, everybody's got their own projects, too. But, uh, and uh, great people, great musicians. But it's just something we've been doing a long time. And, you know, it just, it, we've got such a backlog oh, of, yeah. of songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be kind mm-hmm. of, so- was- <laughs> there's a car going by. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> we are, we're actually we're inside a photo
3: mat. No, no. Okay. No, actually we record in here. We have to record really late at we, night cuz the cars are going by and then uh, there's a bar. Yeah, and this door. isn't the vocal and, room. And it, they get really rowdy and start screaming out there. I like Ah. <laughs> but, do this but <laughs> everything in
4: the, the room you hear us in now, everything here goes direct, you know, line into the console. We have a vocal room in the back which yeah. is more
0: Nice, nice. Well, well. I mean, you know. Aside from that, since you guys have been doing this music for so long, the band was actually formed in two thousand seven. Since then, have you have you uh,
4: done a lot of touring? Uh, not a not a lot of out of state touring. Some. Yeah. Uh, we 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 relish any time we get the chance to play. I don't care if it's for eight thousand people, which we do have an annual gig. We do it. It has about eight thousand people, yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, or or if it's for somebody in the living room, uh, you know, if it's a house gig, uh, if it's for a bar, for some acoustic gig, yeah. whatever, we'll play it, anywhere. Just...
0: <laughs> That's cool. Well, I mean, you know, and so now that 2019 is almost over, 2020 is just around the corner. Are will there be any out of state tour and any more out of state tour, or would you like to go a little bit further than than you've gone? with uh with your music and you know go to different places you
4: know to perform absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. for sure
0: so, but that's gonna that's gonna end up being in well i mean I, I don't know for sure but i mean i think you know a lot of people here in california would love to hear you so you know
4: we love to be heard
3: well, we're, we're looking for our brian epstein yeah so <laughs>
0: that can that can work that can work so okay so now what's the plan for two for two or uh, i'm sorry for 2020 i can't even talk right now (laughs) what's the what's the plan for
4: 2020 right to the liquor store man before the sales are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're
3: we're working on new music another Uh, album well here's the
4: thing we've been working on the last few we've been uh doing uh singles 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 because we always do albums uh, right now we're currently working on five different songs at the same time. And, and by the way, when you talk about input, the talented, talented people in, in the group, uh uh, 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 Sammy Slita, uh, Anthony Melnick, uh, just very guys. yeah, they all put it. I say, Hey, what do you think of this? You go we'll throw some drum thing in there. If you don't like it, you tell me, cause they are professionals right, and, and yeah, they've yeah. got something. Michael Gillespie, who's, uh, uh with us since the, in, Beginning, he lives out of state, but he'll fly in and record on a track, you know. Once a Pond hawk, always, always a Pond hawk. Nice. We're, you know, we're, we're here. We're tight. We're tight, you know.
0: Nice. So, take, for example, you get a phone call from, like, let's just put it this way. You get a phone call from a famous artist that wants to do music with you. Mm-hmm. Ideally, who would you want that artist or band to be to give you that phone call? Alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not oh, dead. Uh, somebody <laughs> alive. Right? Somebody alive, not dead.
3: <laughs> for, me, for me, it'd be Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Paul McCartney, for
4: sure. That, that would be good for starters.
3: Grand dude. Yeah. Uh,
4: Michael nasmuth Michael Nesmith. Good choices. Good choices. Well, I mean, the way
0: your music, the way your style is, I wouldn't be surprised if that were to happen anytime soon. Trust me. I mean, I've heard some of your songs. I mean, right now you're you're already one step further to get into the Grammys. That's going to give you a lot more attention than you already have. So I wouldn't be surprised if eventually, you know, you started collaborating with a lot of big artists in the near future.
4: Oh, thanks. Yeah, we'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we did get a call from a major artist it probably be a cease and desist you know one of those <laughs> <laughs>
0: on that note I want to thank both of you very much for being on the Xander Fight, Fe- the Pondhawks members of the Pond Hawks, uh band I hope to, that you guys make it out to California I'd love to see you guys live I'd love to go ahead and well, we, love yeah, we, we love California we do California would love to have you here let me tell you that right now
4: but uh, thank you for having us man
0: Thank you very much. And uh we'll definitely talk soon. I'll go ahead and do a follow-up on uh, when your next uh when, next year when your when your next album drops. Great. Thanks. Sounds and and like Thank I say, good. we're working on
4: five songs right now, currently. We want to put them together and eventually come out with a vinyl album. Oh yeah. Just final. That'd be album. cool. That'd be People cool. You don't it. see
0: many you don't see many of those anymore.
2: No. They're, Psychedelic plastic, back. you know. <laughs> oh god,
0: my dad my dad's got a full collection, like a full collection it's crazy how many vinyl records he has he's got even he's got the beatles in a in kind of like a in kind of like a folded up thing uh, bg's a bunch of them like he's,
1: he's
3: oh. that, that's my inheritance big album
4: you know? <laughs> now this is just something i heard i heard back in the day some of the bad kids in the neighborhood would open up the albums and they'd sort their stuff out and, <laughs> right i,
3: I heard yeah, that yeah, you're
4: right. People.
3: We used to put the aluminum foil on there, and then we'd sit out in the sun, you know, like that. Oh, we'd there you go. That. Good stand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a smart thing to do. Well, again, thank you very much to the PondHogs for being on the Xander Effect, and I look forward to talking to you guys very, very soon. Right. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so Peace much. Out thanks so much mario and jory for being on the Xander effect members of the pawn hawks i look forward to uh what you got coming up in 2020 and i look forward to much more of your music in the coming uh in the coming year in other entertainment news the 10 year beef between eminem and nick cannon is getting even hotter Looks like Eminem is going to be in Fat Joe's latest album, Family Ties, and he has a song in there entitled Lord Above, where he talks about uh, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey. Obviously, we all know that Eminem had a little bit of a, you know, of a of a dating, he dated Mariah Carey briefly uh, early on in his career, and of course, we know that Nick Cannon married Mariah Carey and had uh, children with her, so it uh, looks like Eminem and Nick Cannon still don't like each other. It's been over 10 years and they still don't like each other. And the proof is in the pudding, scene as Eminem decided to go ahead and write these particular lyrics in Lord Above. I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note, but that other dude's whipped. That pussy got him neutered. Try to tell him this chick's a nut, jo- nut job before he got his jewels clipped. Almost got my caboose kicked. Fool, quit. You not gonna do shit. I let her chop my balls off too for I lost to you, Nick. Obviously, man, obviously shots have been fired. Um this is getting really hot between the two of them. Who knows where this is going to lead to. Obviously Nick Cannon is a very vocal person. He also talked about his relationship with Kim Kardashian while she's been married to Kanye West. So and Kanye had a few choice words to Nick Cannon basically saying, you know, you know, you know, why don't you talk to me like a man? You know, why do you got to go ahead and make things so public? Um, there, it's definitely, it's definitely, Nick Cannon has definitely crossed paths with other artists as well. But this is per this is getting deeply personal between him and Eminem, seeing as, you know, he Mariah Carey is his ex-wife, and they do have children together. So this right here, this right here could get even deeper as the months go on, especially with this new album that Fat Joe's putting out. It's very public, it's getting very hot, and who knows what's gonna happen next for them too. In other entertainment news, talking about hip hop. I got the opportunity to sit down and talk to uh, uh, an up-and-coming hip-hop artist by the name of Jason, and he has a new single coming out, December 10th, called Up and At It, so we got a chance to talk a little bit about that, a little bit about his past music, and what's to come in 2020 for Jason. Check it out. I have with me on the Xander Effect uh, hip hop artist Jay Sun. How you doing, man?
5: How you doing out there, buddy?
0: Another day in paradise. How's you know? You're in SoCal, right? Yes. So you gotta love the weather already,
5: you know. I, mean, I love the weather. I love the weather, but right now it's uh, it's uh, kind of cold and kind of rainy. But well, it's, it's, it's excellent weather. It but sure. that's
0: a, that's a good thing because we need a change in pace. Because my God, I mean, we just keep on getting. The, Sunny day after sunny day after sunny day, it gets boring, you know. Like it was hot as hell for a minute. Ah, uh, sure. All the way up until like probably like early October or late October. Even it was like, right. what the hell's going on? But anyways, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're talking We're here to talk about you know who you are, what you're about. You have a few things going on. You were obviously uh, raised here in Cali. You were raised. Uh, you were, uh, You started out in Compton. Yes. And, um, you know, like many, many great hip-hop artists. They also start out in Compton as well, you know. Uh, and you you started out mainly just, uh, you know, promoting a clothing line. That's that's how you started, right?
5: Right. I started off with uh, clothing lines, um, Connected, a shoe line called Luxury Kicks. Um, uh, different types of brands. I was just doing modeling for them. Just doing some modeling and promo ads for, like, articles and magazines. And that's how I started right there, actually.
0: So... How did you get involved in that type of industry to
5: begin with? Uh, I was at an event. I had a performance, a small little performance. This is when I barely tried music. Um, I had opened up for like RBX and MAC-10. And wow. it was an Asian company, a Japanese company rather, um, called Luxury Kids. They spotted me and said, hey, you have a good look. Uh, would you mind modeling our clothes? They We went from different types of catalogs, the magazines. We almost made the double XL. But I, I ended up branching off from them.
0: Oh, OK. So yeah. but, but in the midst of uh, this modeling and everything, um, you got linked up with Nick Cannon.
5: Yeah, I uh, did a clothing line for him. He had a clothing line called Stop, Stop Hating.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And um, it was Nick Cannon, Shantae, which is Snoop Dogg's wife, Raz B from B2K. They were all in that branding mm-hmm. of clothing. And they picked me for to be one of their models, and I ended up hooking up with Nick Cannon, and Nick Cannon hooked up with Nick Cannon's brother. I got a song actually with him too. Um, shout out to Nick Cannon's brother. He's uh, his name is Gabriel Cannon. He's a uh, pretty dope too. We have a we have a single that we we're working on too.
0: Cool, cool. So. You got you got involved with that and then from there from what I understand you went into acting like it, it, it's funny because you didn't even like go straight to like music or anything like that you went from modeling to acting and then it was music so well, let's talk about a little bit about the the acting portion of it
5: initially with the acting I um ended up getting like a a rep named Ryan Torres back then this was like maybe 2007 2006 hmm. um I was going out for extra work and then I ended up getting, being the main focus of certain things. Like I did a couple independent films where I had some roles and um, I did like a major where I had a little prop position. So I, I've done a couple of things in active field, first Sunday, um, different, different ones, various ones actually.
0: So, so are you still, but I mean, are you still in the acting world or are you now completely focused on your
5: music? I'm completely focused on my music, but it's a movie coming out in 2020 that's going to be um, coming out called Young Again. And that movie comes out 2020, the beginning of the year. We actually shot that movie, believe it or not, like 2013. Wow. So it's barely going to come out 2020. They've been pushing the dates back, pushing the dates back. But that's going to be the latest thing that people see me.
0: Nice, nice. Well, now let's get to the nitty-gritty of of this interview, which is your music. You know, we, we've gone through everything that uh, we've gone through. Um, you... You started, you know, you released uh, your, first stint, your first single, Drop Top, uh, and that, right. was featuring, uh, that was featuring Chris Brown's artist Bobby Love and DJ Charisma. Yes. How, how, did, how did that all, I mean, because you're already involved in the, in the movie industry, how did you get linked up with Chris Brown's artists?
5: Well, Chris Brown's artist has been a friend of mine for, for so many years, actually a friend of my family since we were yay high, since we were kids, like very, very young, and um, we grew up together. And um, he ended up getting an opportunity to work with Chris, writing songs for him. He's wrote, wrote numerous songs. He wrote "Post to Be." He's written so many songs for Chris, but um, he gave me an opportunity, like, "Hey Jason, I got a, I got a hook. I want you to do write something for it." And I wrote it, and we submitted it to Charisma. She liked it. Did you Charisma Power 106 Six out here? She liked it. Um, got a little distribution deal for it for like two years. Made a little bit of noise right there, but it wasn't our coming out. It wasn't our coming out party yet. It, it was time for Jason to come out and rebrand itself and come out with something new.
0: So that's why, so that's why you, uh, you know, you're now uh, have a latest single with uh, DJ uh, Versatile and it's called uh, Up and At It. Right. That's the one, that, that's the one that's going to be coming, out. Uh, it's it's, coming it's, out.
5: It's coming out soon, right? Yeah, it's uh, December 10th. Actually, we have the Pacific Day, December 10th, we're releasing on all platforms.
0: Nice, nice. So, I mean, at this point, you know, you have, uh, you have that coming out. Is I mean, that this is just a single. Are you working uh, vigorously on your album right now? Uh,
5: EP. I'm working on an EP, a strong EP. The follow-up song, you guys hear this up and at is sweet, but the follow-up song, get ready, you guys gonna move. Everybody's gonna move.
0: So tell me, how did you come up with uh, the lyrics? What what was the concept? of um, Up and at it, like what basically made you want to go ahead and do this particular song and make this one your single you, to start things off for you.
5: I think up and at it had a had a good a chill vibe. <clears throat> it was something that we all can relate to because up and at it is something that we do every day. Whether you get up and go to school and get at it, you up get up and at it and get and get to work. You get up and at it to get, get good grades. You get up and at it to 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 be the best you can be. Up and at it means to get up and get a rhythm and get get to it. And that's what we all do every day. Every day, what you're doing right now, you get, you got up and you got up and at it. So I try to translate that into something good and make it a good sound, make it something that everybody can vibe to. Not only make a catchy beat, but have it have a meaning, have the song have a meaning to where people say, hey, it is good to get up and at it. Oh, I don't feel like going to school today. Oh, let me put this song up and at it. And I'm gonna get that motivation I need to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, well, I mean, if, that,
0: if that's, you know, since that's how you write, um, that's how you wrote the lyrics for this one. Is that how you usually write for all your music? I mean, is is your inspiration basically inspired by the everyday things that people have to do in order to, like, keep going with life and just everything in general?
5: It's just the everyday... Life struggles, everyday uh party struggle parties. I just, I just think of just things that happen on a daily. Um, life struggles, tragedies. These are things that we can't ignore, they're here. Um, happiness, um, sadness. We think about just all those and whatever mood I'm in, all right. But I always start off with a good strong hook to make me the core of the song for sure.
0: Did you did you, did you grow always grow up thinking that you were gonna do this? Or you know, is this something that just happened, just occurred?
5: No, I didn't always think I was going to do that because I, my motivation was the women. Uh, it was the women. But then as I started doing it, I actually fell in love with the passion of writing. Like, if I can do this every day and just write for people, you know what I mean? But this is not this. has nothing to do with me being an artist. This has something to do with just the passion of writing. I love to see people deliver certain hooks, deliver certain sounds, um, deliver certain punchlines, metaphors. Like, I, I, can, I can write pretty much anything.
0: So, I mean, you know, are you writing just for yourself? Obviously you've written for other people. Are you gonna continue to write for other artists or are you now, is this all about Jason right now to go ahead and get his stuff going?
5: Right now, it's just about me. Um, I've I've taken my time with that situation now. I feel like, hey, let me come out the closet. Let me come out, open the doors and, and let people show them, what, show them what I have. You know what I mean? Show people what I have.
0: Excellent. So, now that you're gonna start, you know, growing and growing, obviously, you know, this is this is a this is a a platform that's gonna start making you grow more and more in this industry. Who would you wanna go ahead and work with? Who would you wanna do a collaboration with?
5: Uh, I like Rihanna. Um, I like Davies. A lot of people are sleeping on that guy, Davies. I don't know if you heard of Davies, but he's out of the East Coast. He's really, really a, a good artist. He's actually a Nas artist, very poetic. Um Strong lyrics, strong content. Um, of course, I would. Lo- I would love to work with Chris Brown. He's so consistent, and he's just—he's all over. You, no matter what he's been through or what transitions, he always finds a way back to what made him who he is.
0: And well, I mean, but right now you're already starting to work with some pretty big names. I mean, you're, you're working with you know Nick Cannon's brother. You know, you're right. working with him. And right. who else are you working with right now? That's a pretty big name. That that uh, are or are you? Are you in talks with possibly? Can you can you mention or are
5: you keeping that on I, I, I cannot mention, but let's just say we have a possibility with Rap A Lot Records. Okay. Well that's
0: well then that's 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 actually that's actually really cool. <laughs> we
5: have a, so, we have a, it's, it's just I'm throwing that in there. We have a possibility it's Rap A Lot West. They actually uh they branched out to the West, so they, they're doing their thing out in the West now. Okay. So we're
0: getting closer and closer to the end of 2019. Hmm. Obviously, you know, you have the single coming out 2019. Already your year's starting to begin to come out pretty well. You know, you, you have a movie that's gonna be coming out in 2020. What else do we have to look forward to in 2020?
5: Um. I'm we possibly got we got a tour we're gonna be doing not possible we got a tour we're gonna do it's gonna be a small tour but we got like a, maybe like a 10 city tour that we're doing um, we're gonna stop by hot nine seven actually um, more music uh, more shows um, we actually got some festivals we're gonna I uh, lost you again lost you again can, can you hear me now? yeah I can hear you now we're um, we we actually moving 2020. We have a lot of things, you know. The the, the grand entrance is that single right now. Um, what I'm loving about the single, it's one of those songs that's gonna walk you right into to, to January 1st. January 1st, you put that on, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good groove. I'm telling you.
0: So do you feel that like things are moving like too fast, or are they moving exactly the way you want them to move?
5: So put it like this: you go to sleep at night, you wake up, you get a call, you get a text. Is that's how fast it's moving? So. I would wanna say it's moving pretty fast. Like you wouldn't know your schedule sometime for the next day, but you wake up and okay, here's the things to do. Okay, wow, you gotta show here, you gotta be here, you gotta do this. Like it it happens and when it happens, it happens in a speed of a lot for sure. Up and at it, right? Up and at it. All <laughs>
0: cool man. And so what well, do you got any other do you got any uh any shows, any live shows
5: that you're gonna be doing? Yeah, I have a show. I have a show next week. As a matter of fact, I had a show yesterday. Um it was a uh, I want to say, like, a weed sesh. I got another one coming up next week. Um, I got a big event tomorrow night with Mario Lopez uh, at a mansion. So I got a big event there tomorrow night in um, Hollywood Hills, California. So it's just a, a lot of things going on. Like, every day, you know, what I'm trying to focus on mostly is getting a little rest so I can just get to these things, you know what I mean? So even if I squeeze an hour in, two hours, three hours, then that's what I do, you know?
0: Well, make sure you get all that rest because, you know, it is the holiday season. Christmas is just around the corner, and it's just going to get tougher and tougher as the months go by, Jason. Right.
5: Uh, and <laughs> you know what? It, hey, if I was complaining that I didn't have this, then that, that would be a problem. But I'm, I'm complaining in a good way. I'm not even complaining. I'm just grateful. It's, it's the fruits, you know, and I'm grateful for every one of them. Awesome, Jason. Well,
0: I look forward to, like, you know, the your next uh, your next music video coming out. You know, I look forward to more music that you have going on. You have a great sound. You, have, you know, I've heard uh, a couple of your songs. They're really, really good. I'm Thank looking you. forward to, you know, listening to more. And hopefully maybe going to one of your shows and, you know, giving you, you know, having a chat with you at one of your shows. That'd be
5: great. I'll stand for you. I'll stand for you. Exactly. I want you at one of my shows. No problem. Definitely. I'll-
0: Awesome. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being on the Xander Effect. And I look forward to talking to you soon.
5: All right. I appreciate you. Have a blessed day today. You too,
0: man. Thanks, Jason, for being on the Xander Effect. I look forward to hearing more of your music and going to one of your shows and having a sit-down talk with you so we could go ahead and follow up to see what you've been up to in the coming months. In sports, Antonio Brown, former wide receiver of... Well, let's see here. Let's let's count it down here. Uh, the Steelers then the Raiders, and then finally the Patriots before he was let go by the league after allegations came out that he was threatening uh, a person that accused him of rape. That investigation is still ongoing, but Brown went on Instagram and posted something basically of an apology saying, first and foremost, I'd like to apologize to my family, friends, and anyone who I offended. I never once meant to make anyone feel like I wasn't thankful, and appreciative of the opportunity that I was afforded to play the game I love. I've worked hard over the years to earn a chance to compete in the greatest game on earth. Over the years, I was met with challenges and I can honestly say I didn't handle those challenges in the manner that I should have. Over the past few weeks, I've had the opportunity to think about everything that's over everything that's transpired and I'm deeply sorry to all who I've offended. While my behavior was inexcusable, sometimes when people are coming at you with false information and allegations, we handle ourselves in ways that we sometimes regret. I do take full responsibility for my actions and I'm working every day to repair what I broke. I do know that if I'm ever given the opportunity to play the game that I love, I'm going to work extremely hard to show the world how much I appreciate another chance to the organizations that i offended i offer my sincere apology to you and my hope and is that you forgive me and help me move on from this minor setback i look forward to competing and helping a team reach their goals now ab let me tell you something man honestly I wouldn't even I really wouldn't uh, put too much hope that you'll come back uh, to play for the NFL seen as you kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way uh, first with Oakland you kind of screwed them over in, in the contract uh, and then of course there was that whole situation with the coach um, you know basically allegations that you had recorded conversations about the coach that also rubbed people the wrong way and then finally when you got an opportunity to be a part of one one of the top teams in the NFL, the Patriots, you squandered it by threatening your accuser that you were in the middle of an investigation with. How do you think that's going to look into the eyes of not only the league, but the rest of the public? Now, the NFL is known for being squeaky clean, or at least trying to be as squeaky clean as they can. So what makes you think that they're actually going to consider this uh, this, uh, this reach this apology, what makes you think they're going to reconsider you to come back? I highly doubt that the league is going to see that and say, hmm, he's learned his lesson. We sent him to his room. He thought about what he did. Let's go ahead and give him another chance. I don't know, man. I really honestly don't think that they are going to be seeing things your way. But, hey, you never know. Crazier things have happened. Who knows what's going to happen in the upcoming months? And who knows what's going to happen? All of this is, of course... You know, provided that the uh, the investigation to this this rape situation is closed and everything, and you come out squeaky clean. But then again, there's the drama that follows after that, man. I mean, you've you've done a lot, you've burned a lot of bridges, and who knows if those bridges are able to be repaired? We'll see what happens. In other sports news, tonight is uh, Combate Americas pay-per-view, you know, uh, uh, coming out party, pretty much. It's their premiere of, you know, pretty much showcasing their fighters uh, to the public and their main card is Tito Ortiz versus Alberto El Patron Rodriguez. Now, formerly known Alberto Del Rio from the WWE, he was a former uh, champion in the WWE. He was a former wrestler in the WWE. He also went in the Indies. He also uh, wrestled uh, for for uh, for you know in a lucha or a promotion down in Mexico. So he is going to be fighting. MMA's top, one of MMA's top athletes, former UFC Hall of Famer, former UFC champion, Tito Ortiz. He has fought the best of the best in this industry. Uh, He has just come off the the heels of of winning uh, his third fight against uh, Chuck Liddell. He's already lost to Chuck Liddell twice. This was his way of making up for those two fights. And he was ready to retire. He was ready to go ahead and hang up his gloves and say, you know what, I'm done. But here comes Alberto Rodriguez, uh, you know, pretty much talking smack to Tito Ortiz because of the fact of the matter that Ortiz has been very public on the fact that he is a Trump supporter. Now, being that Ortiz is uh, Latin American uh, and being that that Alberto is is uh, is Mexican-American, uh. Basically he he didn't like the fact of the matter. He sees or he sees Ortiz as a traitor to, you know, to the Latin community and all this other stuff, allegedly. So this is the fight. Tonight is the fight between the two of them and Alberto de Rio, uh, uh, excuse me, Alberto Rodriguez, he's no, he's no slouch when it comes to MMA. He has a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Uh, he comes from a wrestling pedigree. Uh, his one of his family members is uh, Mil Mascaras. He knows what he's doing in the ring, and he, he may know what he's doing in MMA. So the test will be against one of MMA's top athletes, which is Tito Ortiz, and we'll see what this fight, how this fight ends. If it ends with Tito Ortiz, obviously the odds are in favor of Ortiz beating Rodriguez. So we'll see exactly where this match will go and uh, if they'll even, you know, shake hands at the end of it sometimes these promotions there are a lot of there are a lot of smack talk and they go out their separate ways and they're cool with each other you know they, they, they leave it all in the in the in the octagon ring whatever you want to call it and they move on but who knows I mean that wasn't necessarily the case between Ortiz and Ken Shamrock for a very long time that was another rivalry he had so we'll see what happens tonight uh combate america's pay-per-view premiere is tonight in other news in video game news star wars battlefront 2 has many dlc it has a dlc that's out right now and man it's gonna be awesome this dlc is set for two years there's two years of downloadable content in star wars battlefront 2 Basically, it reads, as soon as you purchase the game, it reads, thank you and congratulations. Congratulations, you now own two years worth of customization content in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Equip more than 350 items, over, with over 150 of those being appearances for heroes, troopers, and reinforcements. From your collection screen right now, and there's more. On December 17th, 2019, new appearances for Finn, Rey, and Kylo Ren, inspired by Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, will be added to your inventory. Thank you for being part of the Star Wars Battlefront 2 community. Woo, that's a lot. That is a lot to handle. That is a lot of downloadable content that Star Wars uh, Battlefront 2 will be providing for all of us. And so far i mean i've seen a couple of the uh, a couple of the uh of the troopers and they look pretty cool actually i'm actually looking forward to seeing what since it's two years of content you know that they're going to be adding stuff here and there in the upcoming months star wars is kind of going the same way rainbow six siege went with their season pass and so that should be really interesting to see exactly how star wars decided to do i mean it seems like they did this all in bulk they said you know what it seems like They're not going to go ahead and bring out another Star Wars Battlefront for a while, so they decided to do it in bulk and add new uh, downloadable content that'll last for the next two years. More than likely, they're going to come out with a new Battlefront once uh, Xbox One Scarlet, or I'm sorry, Xbox Scarlet is uh, set to be released at the end of 2020. In other video game news, the new DLC for Call of Duty is out and so many gamers were upset because at the very beginning of this the actually the day that the DLC came out it was nothing but night vision uh, uh, modes. All of the maps were all at night, and it was annoying, because nobody really, like, it was It was camper central. Every single person that was playing was camping. Now, camping means, uh, in the video game world, in, in, in multiplayer and Call of Duty games, you know, um, shootouts, things like that, camping basically means that you stay in one place, and you don't move. You just wait for them to come to you, and you shoot them as soon as they walk in. Now, that's well and fine, I'm you know I regret to say that I'm a camper I tend to be that way but I'm more of a sniper I have to stay in one place to make sure that I pick guys off that are coming out of buildings or anything like that But in this case, it's all night vision mode. You can't really see them unless you use a night vision scope, in which case they can actually see you because the night vision scope can actually flash. So that was an unfair advantage to a lot of us and it got boring. So after so many complaints from players, they decided to take the night vision mode off. However, because Activision decided to make Call of Duty completely free, all DLCs are completely free, they should have actually said that it was freemium, because here's where here's where it gets tricky. They have battle packages that you have to go ahead and purchase. Now, when you purchase these paddle packages, what happens is that the you know what happens is that there's a lot, a lot of tiers that need to be unlocked, and when you buy those packages, they they offer you cod points. And with that, you're able to unlock these packages and unlock what comes with them. Now, the maps are free, yes, and a couple of the guns are free, yes, and there's a couple of other charms and things like that that are free, but the majority of the battle pack is not. You have to actually purchase from the Call of Duty store uh, you know, these battle packs in order to unlock them. Activision, you're very, very intelligent. You got your way one way or the other. You did, you did away with Season Pass, but you still found a way to still get your money out of this game in more downloadable content. Activision, I can't blame you for it. It's a good game. I've enjoyed it. I've been playing it. And honestly, I'm going to continue to play it it's an awesome game that's it for the Xander effect thank you so much for watching I leave you now with Jason's music video vibin I'll see you next time Y'all gotta
1: say Got that fuego Halo, but a nigga ain't an angel Lay low, but the zips in a range rope Blue angel, two baddies, yeah, I killed that Go hard when I do it, make a feel like Got bags of the ice, call them chill packs Ice cream, soft serve, come and get that Sliding down sunset, sativa, she it. Mountains lined up, it's raining, it's summer She drop that It's designer, she gon' drop that G drop that Herb, got feels, smoke fire we did bless him can't do it like this. She drop that. It's designer, she gon' drop that. I cause your boy really feel that. Mary Jane on the back, gotta hit that. Come through, kick back, let the kick back. Samsung, iPhone, catch your contact. Relax, go ahead. Drop them drops, bring it around. So girls, stop. Floating the clouds, yeah, we vibing. You see me, I see you, guess who's hiding? Mixed up the purple and pink, we tried it. We in the spot, guess we vibing.
0: for watching this episode of the Xander Effect. Now, if you like this video or any of my other videos, here's a couple right here. See, right here, right here. Go ahead and click on those to view some of my past videos and make sure to subscribe, cause it's awesome. See you next time on the Xander Effect. Also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram.